I believe where is the art, right. it's going to be the peace. Mm -hmm. So I believe Al-Ula, it's a land of an art and peace. All right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting. I've been to Al-Ula plenty of times, and my favorite time is evening time in, in Al-Ula. When you see the so, stars. Yes. Oh Stargazing is yes. very serene in yeah. Al-Ula, and it's just something that is unmatched. You right? can love anyone while you're sitting there. Hello and welcome to The May Man Show. We are coming to you from our studios in Riyadh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And today we have a very renowned producer in the film industry, Ra'a Al-Madani. Thank you for taking the time to mm -hmm. come by our studios today. Ahlan, ahlan, sahlan. Thank you for giving me this chance to be here with you. All right. Well, it's 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 always nice to have people who are heavily invested in the media industry and film in particular. And uh, you never really stop uh, working in film. It's like your passion to the, right? Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. It's not heavily because we are in the early, early <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing yes. we have advocates like you. And to show that my my context wasn't really wrong, you're, you're, you're working on two documentary projects at the moment, right? Yes. So can you take us a little bit through what are these two documentary projects? So the first one, it's called Darb al-Hijra. Mm -hmm. So Darb al-Hijra, it's about al-Hijra al-Nabawiyya starting exactly. We, we, we went through like five years of research about uh, the road that Prophet Muhammad السلام, he took from Mecca to Al-Medina. Right. And uh, we document this, the road it took, it, it should take like 16 days, mm -hmm. but we cut um, some areas that Elhiya said uh, already like uh, roads and highways. Right. So it took us like 12 days. We document all uh, the road with um, two adventurists. Okay. Uh, one, he's a guide and the other one, he's a hiker and a climber. All right. And uh, we went with them through this experience of friendship, uh, challenges, stories about happened to mm -hmm. Prophet Muhammad uh, through all this journey until they reached to Al-Medina. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and the other one? Okay. Just for you, I this this uh, documentary, it's targeting all the world because, yeah. you, as you know, like Muslims everywhere and they like to see this kind of um, content. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one, it's uh, Adventurist. Uh, he went to, he decided like six years ago to, and he was, he wasn't actually an adventurist. He was like a regular businessman okay. who um, six years or seven years ago decided to be, to um, hike and climb the seven summits. All right. To break kind of uh, internal fear. Mm-hmm that he have an internal issue and challenges that he have in his personal life. Okay. And uh, the last one was Everest. Mm -hmm. So we documented Everest and we documented the whole inner journey that he went through uh, in parallel with him climbing Everest. All right, and, and how did you uh, discover this adventure? Uh, I know the the guy personally, and yeah. I went through the seventh summit with him, mm -hmm. uh, uh, planning and everything. And Everest was the last one, and we wanted to document it. And we documented with one of the most famous um, 
hiker and a climber uh, Nems. Okay. And uh, he have a Netflix movie called The 14th uh, Peak. All right. So he was with us on the journey also. Okay. And uh, what, what, what made you want to focus on creating content that basically uh, documents an adventurer's day-to-day life? Hmm. Uh, it's more about documenting a journeys. Okay. So I want I want to document a journey of a human being that how this is change people from 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 stage to a stage from fears from everything. Um, I wanted to document also um, the personal relationships between friends between families and how when you um, what I call it be in your shell. Mm-hmm. and not connected to those people how do you feel how how does it matter for anyone so for me those two documentary it's more than just documenting um an an incident or documenting an events right. it's more documenting a human journey okay and uh what what was satisfying for you personally as someone who is obviously because if i say heavily you're you're saying it's not really heavy because we just started and you're someone who really likes what you do. So what was the satisfying experience of developing these two works? To those two especially? Yeah. I mean, we'll get into other stuff later, but since we're on these two documentaries. Satisfying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm not satisfied. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because it's not. It's in post-production. When I okay. saw it, I'm going to be satisfied. When I listen to the music, when I see all this, maybe I'll be satisfied. Still, still, I'm, I'm in this period of uh, the adrenaline. What's going to happen? What's we? What we have? What we going to do? How's the music? It's going to be. How's the coloring? All okay. this. Yeah. So, are you, are you having fun when you're in this conceptualization phase? Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I have fun, but uh, you know, I'm in the tip of my toe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. uh, yeah, I'm waiting. I wanted to jump. I wanted to see. Okay. So, I mean, of course, everyone, when when, when they really feel strong about what they do, they want to get to the end as, as soon as possible, right? Not that soon. Yeah. When it's the right time. When it's the right time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, when... um, we are taking our time. Okay. And when do you plan on finishing these projects? So, the first one, the Darb al Hijra, inshallah, will be done with everything, cross finger, by mm-hmm. end of September. Okay. The other one, no, early next year by January. So okay. we are in the development phase. We already shoot 60% of the movie. We have mm-hmm. only 40% uh, remain. All right. And uh, yeah, so early by January, inshallah. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'd love to see the, 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 the final cut of, of what you're going to release. Inshallah. All right. And uh, so aside from, you know, the two documentary projects that you're working on, you are also a senior consultant for Al-Ula Film. Yeah, Film Al-Ula. All right. So what are, you know, what what is your role there specifically? Tell us, you know, like what's what's making you excited about being, a, a, you know, a consultant or, or for this project? Okay. So basically, um, I'm acting as a director of development for mm-hmm. Film Al-Ula. Yeah. As a senior consultant, but speci- specific, specifically in this uh, role as a um, 
um, director of uh, development. development, focusing on the developing the, yes. the organization. So basically, not the organization, the content, yeah. okay. and also, um, so basically, they they have a development fund. So I work on. Uh, creating more program and put together the development fund mm -hmm. and also in business development. So basically I'm presenting Al-Ula around the world, uh, internationally and uh, regional in the um, uh, events mm -hmm. to attract more um, more production, to see what we can do from all over the world and also in the area of attracting more um, businesses uh, okay. that it could be beneficial for uh, the film industry in Al Ula. All right, and then in, in your opinion, what makes Al Ula uh, a very distinct location to film? I'm not from Al Ula. Yeah, I never lived in Al Ula, mm -hmm. but there is something about Al Ula that it's really, really hooked me. All right. Um, I feel Al Ula, it's a very inspiring land. Mm -hmm. uh, inspiring and spiritual and also charming. Very, very yeah. charming. This is in, in, in a personal aspect. That's why I feel there is a lot to do there. There is a lot we can create. There is, uh, it's, um, you know, when you see something that beautiful and you feel like, I just want to show the world. Mm -hmm. um, but the, on the other hand, if we're going to, talk like strategically and uh, Al-Ula, it's a very beautiful land, have all um, the elements to make it to be international. Yeah. Um, usually the people, they thought that Al-Ula, it's only rocks and sand mm -hmm. and a desert, but it's not at all. So yeah. basically they have, we have oases, we have greenery, yeah. we have mountains, we have Actually, we have 45 people. They live and they are the families since like 100 years over yeah. there. So people, they thought Al-Ula, it's empty and it's a new city and it's not. Yeah. So this is one aspect. The other aspect is the historical area. This It's a heritage yes. that everyone today can be there and see it and shoot in it and see what they can create yeah, content and it's stuff. It's home to Hegra and Tomb of Lahyankuza yeah. and also home to one of the nicest citrus farms that I've ever been to. You have also meringue. Uh, yes, the meringue trees. Yes, and that, this, that, is, that this is one of the things that it creates most of the expensive cosmetics in the world. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So it's, it's um, I believe it's land of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And also, I believe where is the art, all right. it's going to be the peace. Mm -hmm. So I believe Al-Ula, it's a land of an art and peace. All right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting. I've been to Al-Ula plenty of times and my favorite time is evening time in, in Al-Ula. When just you see the so, stars. Yes. Stargazing oh is yes. very serene in Al-Ula yeah. and it's just something that is unmatched. You right? can love anyone while you're sitting there. Yeah, I can, you, you can sit for You hours. can love anyone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... Just to also show that you're also someone who's very busy in, in film. Mm. So, aside from working in film, aside from doing two documentaries, what's your role with the Red Sea Film Festival? Okay. So, I uh, also I used to consult on this year with Red Sea Film Festival, mm -hmm. um, 
specifically in the area of protocol and VIP right. uh, guests and all the um, artists from the region. Mm -hmm. So I work with them on putting all this plan and strategy, inviting those um, talents from the region and from uh, the local uh, talents okay. and putting teams together, planning all this. So this is, was my main role. Also because I am a producer, so most of the regional and international people, they know me, so I present this with them. All right, so mm -hmm. aside from producing documentaries, take us a little bit about your experience as a producer. I mean, I'm a producer myself, and mm -hmm. I was a senior assignment producer. You know, there's, there's lots of differences between that, and I've had other various roles within a newsroom. What 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 uh, made you start becoming a producer? Alhaja um al basically, or basically, if it's not this, al jahil nam. All right. So sometimes. Okay, you have to translate these for uh, us so our, our, our viewers can understand. So I'll, uh, I'll probably help you. you yeah, yeah, please, you help me to so translate. Alhaja um al Yeah. Okay. So you know. Oh God, this is bad. Translate. <laughs> yeah, so you don't ask okay, me. <laughs> so if, all right. So the need creates innovation. How about that? That's a wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then what's the, what's the other one? Let's try. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Oh wow, this <laughs> is very easy. simple. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> all right. Okay. okay. <laughs> so ignorance is bliss, and I forgot what I sometimes. Said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because okay. sometimes we, you don't know what you are doing, but you you all what you know that mm -hmm. you have to do it. Yeah. So you start do stuff and you start find yourself in the Trial middle and of error, things right? and trap yeah. <laughs> basically, and you have to figure out how to do things. Mm -hmm. So being a producer, I was I started my career in advertising. Okay, and that was early two thousand two and three. Oh yeah, and you know, in that time, we don't know we know nothing. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. there, there was nothing. Yeah, we know nothing. So basically, I worked as a coordinator in client servicing, mm -hmm. and I was learning client. And suddenly, I find myself in the studio, and suddenly, I find myself in a cre in the creative department because okay. every time I figured that I'm, I'm liking something new, mm -hmm. and I'm learning something new, and basically, I find that I'm good at something, and. I remember the creative director that he was one of the best that time. And I was like, just, I was playing around because I was in the client servicing. Yeah. And I, I used to go to the meeting, getting the brief and whatever. And when I get the brief, I go back to the studio. I, I, I figured that I am very good in giving brief. Mm -hmm. And then I start like drawing with them because I draw and so I start drawing with them, opening books and telling the creative, what what can we can do that? This is I think the client he would like and whatever. And then the creative director he said like, come come here. I said like, you are working as a creative. I said like, uh, no, I'm just helping the guys to have an idea. Yeah. He said no, this is it. It means that you are working as a creative. Okay. You are doing the process naturally yeah this is not account management exactly <laughs> okay so from there i figured that i'm good in this area and i start learning more and they moved to the creative department i did very good by being in the creative department i start directing and co-directing okay. the commercials all right 
And uh, from there, I discovered that there is something called producing and they have to put things together. And I am very organized person. Mm -hmm. So I start from there putting things. And from here, I figured that I'm good in producing and I start teaching myself more and more about producing. Yeah. And I jumped from commercial to video clips, to music videos, to things like that until... Mm -hmm. Like which which one of these stands out right now? Like which commercial or video clip or something that you did? It doesn't have to be successful, but it's something that like holds a, a dear place to your heart. I mean, you and me have some similarities because I started out as a kid show host, and then I learned, and then I became a news anchor. And then I learned uh, how to be a producer. Yeah. So uh, I, I worked in radius too. Like really? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was. So there has to be a project from all these honestly a lot of like... project like i'm gonna tell you when i was in the advertising we did uh we did one project i'm in love with it it calls riba una mima okay uh i love this one i love uh there is another project that i really like um we did it with abdul latif jameel okay it's called shogul muayb Okay. We were like trying to, and it was CSR project. Yeah. So it's, just, it's no shame to work. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm -hmm. No shame to work. And we are, we were like trying to make the young people to work on anything and to do things that we did not use to see people work on it or certain jobs. Okay. Breaking stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. We did a lot, honestly. I those what I have on the top of my head and producing as a movies and stuff. I love. I co-produced with Egypt um, one movie called Hamil al Laqab. Okay. I love this movie. And and what was that movie about? It was a it was a comedy movie. Yeah. It, yeah. It was a comedy about uh, one guy who is a football player, mm -hmm. and um, he had a moniker of what. No, because <laughs> that's the name of the movie. So I'm just trying to figure it out. It had no. to be incorporated in the plot. No, so basically, he is a football player. He loves mm -hmm. his wife so much. His okay. wife, but his time, like always, he's busy. He having things in his life, so he doesn't have that time to his wife. And his wife, she wanted to have a kid, and always he told her, "We are not ready to have a kid. We are not ready." Focusing and, on my career. And he is always disgust of people of women pregnant, and he always they look disgusting and whatever. And one day he wakes up he finds himself pregnant. pregnant yeah okay and he goes through all this experience and challenges and his wife and the dream his wife she decided to keep the baby okay she told him i will take care of you just keep the baby all right and you see what it's happened all it's right. funny movie sounds interesting but i don't want to know how we <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that to you know some your imagination, imagination yes, yes. My imagination, <laughs> and i'll try not to imagine it at the same time yeah but see, I just, you know, took you back memory lane to to uh, reflect on, you know, your investment on in the industry as well. So aside from working, you know, and, and having all these roles, you also attended uh, festivals internationally. And yeah. you recently attended the Venice Film Festival to talk about Arab cinema. So uh, what are your thoughts, um, you know, about that participation and also on the developing Saudi film industry. I was in Venice Film Festival in one of the panels, but not about the Saudi cinema. I was yeah. talking or the Arab cinema. But you're still a representative of it. So. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually presenting and in the panel of the golden time of the Arab talents. Okay. Yeah. And when was the golden time of Arab talents? Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I believe. Okay. Um, honestly, um, 
I believe today is our time. Okay. Our time in everything. It's our time and investment, uh, investing in the talents. It's our time to create content. It's our time to create music, to create everything. Mm -hmm. It's our time. Um, all what we need is to believe in ourselves. Okay. And to put, um, to have system. Okay. I think what we missed that we are, what we miss that we don't have a proper system. No system, no framework. I think this is one thing that's that's across the board on, on a lot of the things. Like Saudis don't like the talent. They actually reek of lots of talent. Mm. We just need that framework, right? And concrete exactly. structure. It's a structure mm -hmm. and infrastructure. Yeah. So infrastructure, I believe all the entities, gov the government and the non-government and the semi-government working a lot on building the infrastructure. And I believe the government entity investing a lot in building the infrastructure. And mm -hmm. I think this is, as I said, it's the beginning. We have, inshallah, a lot of days coming to to prove ourselves and everything. But what I think what we need to have a proper system to put things together. And okay. I, my humble opinion, those system, it will not come from anywhere. It will not come from Hollywood or Bollywood or Europe cinema, yeah. European cinema, or anywhere. It should come from us. Yeah, it should. It should. Hollywood, right? That's what we're. Hollywood. That, that, that's what we're calling it <laughs> online now. Inshallah. Hollywood. <laughs> so, so I think it should be created from here. Okay, I don't because, disagree. Uh -huh, because, because most of the system that we are having today is mm -hmm. we are trying to adapt other countries' system. Yeah. In, We're stuck in, on benchmarking. Exactly. And we are adapting uh, whatever. I'm not I'm not going to say something. But anyway, we are adopting systems. Yeah, exactly. Systems uh, that are practiced in yeah. other markets, but necessarily don't reflect well on yours. Because Very straightforward. I don't know you. how to say it, okay. but um, back days, mm -hmm. every time when when anyone ask anything about Saudi or 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 saying how this it goes in Saudi we used we used to say Saudi it's different yeah. it's not like anywhere if something applicable anywhere it's not applicable here and if it's applicable here it doesn't applicable anywhere okay. and I believe even in this system we have to create it ourselves of exactly mm -hmm. exactly okay that's 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 very interesting and so when I talked to you earlier about coming on the show, you told me about two paths you have in life. You have a professional one, which we just talked about, and you have a social one. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your social path. Uh, okay. The social path. path. Uh, basically, I grew up in my grandpa and grandma house. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you grow up on, on the eldest homes, you live like you are living like 15 years ago, 50 years ago and, and, yeah. and different and different everything. Yes. So I used to uh, come to the house and lunch from the school. I find people on the table. I don't know who. Mm -hmm. And when I don't, when they start asking, who is this? Who is this guy or who is this woman here? They said, you never ask who is in our table. Okay. Never. All right. Whomever he knocked the door or actually not knocking at the door, the door always open. Whomever he come, 
he will sit in the table and he will eat with us. Okay. So I grew up in this kind of mentality. I felt part of me always need to be mm-hmm. related to the community, right. not to myself. So I did a lot of project in my social path related to, I felt growing up, the teenager is my, uh, the teenager is my, what call it? My case, قضيتي ولا whatever. And no, I felt like- That was your cause. My cause, sorry. It's my cause. Because I felt the teenager, usually it's an age, they are not a kid, they are not an adult. Yes, they're a very critical transition. Very. And discovery too. Exactly. And most of the people or parents or families, they feel them, they are weird. They feel they don't know how to deal with them. And they feel all some some people, they force them to do things or some people they don't. And also we are, uh, we grow up, I'm not talking about my family. I'm talking about a lot of families. They grow up, they don't know how to express, express their emotions, yeah. their fears, their love, everything. So this is in this time or this air, age, they need to express their fears, they need to express their emotion, they need to have love and all this. So I felt that's my cause. So I worked on a lot of projects with many different entity to develop mm-hmm. those kids. All right, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's interesting. And, and, and in that uh, period, uh, who inspired you the most? Who gave you inspiration? Uh, my aunt. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, uh, she, she's kind of, she was responsible of me and she brought me up Okay. and, um, she's a very strong woman, okay. very strong woman, very, very strong woman, strong woman, not as someone who's tough and whatever, mm-hmm. because when we said strong people or strong man, or strong, strong willed woman, and strong spirited, not physically strong. Exactly. Not only that, <laughs> like usually when you said strong, they believe like they're tough. They're saying, yeah. no, no, it's strong. It's mean. As much as she went through a lot, mm-hmm. she never ma- made anything, make anyone feel something. Okay. As it's nothing. Because she felt this is my problem. It's mm-hmm. not your problem. So she, I was I was growing up and I was in this age of, of um, teenager. I never felt what she's going through because yep. she's, she's, she was like there for me. She knows that I love art. Let's do art. Okay. I love singing, dancing, let's do that. I love whatever sport, let's do that. She was there. All right. So she inspired me like, it doesn't matter what you are going through. Mm -hmm. You have to be there for them. Okay. That's very interesting. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I like determined people and Mm -hmm. people who take any trials and tribulations of life and spin it into something positive. Um, And uh, before we wrap up like this interview, I, I, you know, I, you know, I wanted to get your opinion as mm-hmm. as a content creator. Uh, okay. As, as, do, do you follow the show? Um, do you want me to lie or not? Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> I actually wanted to tell the truth. <laughs> the truth is, uh, no, I don't follow the show. Right. And when you um, when when you ask me to come on the interview, I start like checking and seeing them, and and they like it. All right. Honestly. What made you want to come on the show then? Uh. First, I love uh, podcasts and I love, uh, I told you I was in radios and music, okay. so I love that. Second, when I watched 
the the episode that got you guys sent me i felt um, this is me very simple normal i just gonna i reek simplicity look at my studio look at <laughs> that's simple as nice i just i just want to talk from my heart i yeah. don't want to complicate things okay. basically yeah we'll see exactly so you fit the bill of the show a personable podcast mm-hmm. hosted by arab news and uh before we wrap up this interview i always ask my guests is there a personal message you want to send to the audience listening watching or reading because mm-hmm. we're on all platforms <laughs> okay right. so um i want to say, say to the um, talents that okay. we have in saudi arabia um i want them to believe in themselves okay and i want them also to not force themselves to do things that they don't have to do mm-hmm. and also they don't have to know everything yeah they have to know one thing love it and concentrate on it and do it right that's it okay because most of the talents with all the challenges happening in the market and with the opportunities right and left they are trying to be not themselves and they are trying to do everything yeah and if they're going to try to do everything they will fail just okay. just choose what you want concentrate on what you love and uh, be humble because right. um our industry it's mm-hmm. very glamorous and just be yourself be humble that's that's externally i think everyone sees the glamour but if they see what the hard work and hustle and bustle that goes behind it they'll see it's not that glamorous yeah 100% <laughs> okay all right and uh i'd like to thank you for taking time to be here and uh before we wrap up our interview i'd like to quote um rocky balboa's famous quote that it's not about how many times life knocks you down it's about how many times life knocks you down and you keep getting back up right 100%. Okay, I thought you'd like that because you like strong-willed people. And uh that's all the time we have for this interview. Again, thank you for being here and tune in to the Mayman show. See you later. Thank you.